<laughs> Scripture reading comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 2, verses 13 through 22. The Passover of the Jews was near, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple he found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and the money changers seated at their tables. Making a whip of cords, he drove all of them out of the temple, both the sheep and the cattle. He also poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. He told those who were selling the doves, Take these things out of here. Stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house will consume me. The Jews then said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking of the temple of his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. As we continue in our Lenten journey, we come to another moment in Christ's mission that is hard for us to put into that idea of what would Jesus do? Because we don't often think of the answer being making a whip and driving people out by force. So to understand it, we've got to understand what was happening and why it was so wrong and why action had to be taken. The problem is that we hear things like marketplace. And we think of people buying and selling. So we think about all these people headed to London. They're going and they're going to this marketplace in the temple. And maybe they're buying souvenirs. Or maybe they're buying snacks. But could it really be all that bad? The short answer is yes. They weren't selling souvenirs. And they weren't selling trinkets to take home or little things just to have. They were attempting to sell God. They were attempting to sell salvation. They were trying to put a price on redemption. See, the thing is, that the things that they're selling, all of the livestock, all of the birds, were used in temple sacrifices. These are not optional. You head to the temple and you make these sacrifices or else you are not in connection. <clears throat> the money changers were there for a reason too. So that people could pay the temple tax. Thing is, you could not pay it with the coins that you would normally be carrying around. If you had the common Roman currency, you would have a coin with the emperor's face. A graven image. Not allowed in the temple. You had to find somebody who would turn that money into money allowed in the temple, the temple shekel. Thing is, they weren't there doing this as a kind service. They weren't doing this out of the kindness of their hearts. They were doing it to make money. They were charging admission to God. And they were making a profit off of changing money into money allowed in the temple. Now you might have noticed that on your way in, there was nobody standing at the door telling you that there was a price you had to pay to come in to worship today. 
There was nobody sitting outside ready to change the money that you have to get rid of the little faces of presidents on it to have plain coins that could be brought in to be used to pay your church tax. No, you'll note that there was no fee at the door and you'll note that there is no fee to come to the Lord's table for Holy Communion. Now you see, this is not my church. I can't tell who to stay out and who to come in because this is God's house. I am merely here to worship. Jesus saw what was happening. People were trying to gate God off. To say, you can't come in unless you pay. And the worst part is, is that all of the animals were being sold for sacrifice. And they weren't being sold at a fair rate. Worse than that is the birds. Because they were the sacrifice when you were too poor to be able to afford the livestock. If you could not afford a ram with no blemish, then you'd be allowed to bring in these doves, these turtle doves, to make as a burnt offering. They were selling salvation to the least and the last. Taking advantage of people who traveled a great distance to be able to come and worship And they were fleecing them for all they could. They were predators. Preying on the weak. Christ saw it and was having none of it. He overturned the tables. He drove the livestock out. He dumped their money on the ground. And he drove them from the temple. He did it because he was shepherding his people. We often think about shepherds as weak, as frail, as out watching sheep. The thing is is that shepherds aren't just out watching sheep. They are protecting them. Protecting them from the dangerous predators lurking in the shadows. Lions, bears, wolves. Whatever would come to kill them, the shepherd would fight. Christ recognized the wolves among his people. He acted because it was the right thing to do. Sometimes we get a little too settled in. We're afraid to kick up some dust and to make some noise. We are afraid... To speak out because we might cause a little too much commotion. But the example that Christ sets is sometimes we are to cause a lot of commotion. Sometimes we are to upset the balance and sometimes we are to upset the powers that be. Because they were trying to sell something that couldn't be sold. They were trying to sell salvation. They were trying to sell God. Sadly, we still have people trying to do this. There are still people who would want to sell you God. They will sell you water that has been blessed and is ready to heal whatever ails you if you just send in your money. 
If you send them enough money, they will become wealthy and they will be able to pass that wealth spirit on to you and God will make you wealthy in return. He'll pay all your bills. Except that's not the God I know. The God I know can't be bought. Because the price that he paid was one that I couldn't pay. The price he paid was not money, but was in blood. For my sins. For your sins. For our salvation. I can't sell you that. I can't sell you that because I don't have any control over it. To think I have control over it is trying to put God in my pocket and decide who gets to see him and who doesn't. My God's too big for that. My God is God for all people, for all nations, for a world in need of salvation, a world in need of hope. But knowing that price has been paid for me, means that I recognize that I too have to be a shepherd to my flock. When we see people being taken advantage of, when we see the least and the last being sought out to take what little they have, lending them money they can't repay, selling them cars they can't afford, promising a return that will never come. Too often the least and the last are not offered a hand up, but a foot down to stomp on whatever hope they have remaining. Christ tells us, stand up. If their voice cannot be heard, make your voice heard. If they cannot be seen, make yourself be seen. If they cannot fight for what is needed for justice, then we stand up for justice. Anywhere and everywhere. Because Christ didn't shy away from a controversy, not even in the temple. Not even against the authorities. Not even against people who would rather see him dead than listen to him. Too often we shy away. Too often we decide that we will give our prayers, but we will hold back anything else. I know Christ prayed. I know he prayed a great deal. But when it came time to act, he acted. When it came time to defend those who could not defend themselves, he was there. When it came time to speak out against unfair practices, against unfair treatment of his people, he was there speaking up. He didn't let things slip by because they were too difficult. Because when we decide that a problem is too hard, we are saying that it is a problem that God cannot solve. When we decide that a problem is too controversial for God, we are saying God cannot guide us through the dark valley. My God is able. My God is willing to see us through. 
My God is a God who saw me, a lowly sinner, and said, you can be saved. He is not a God that backs down from a challenge. He is not a God that abandons the weak. He is not a God who cares nothing for justice. In this time of Lent, as we prepare for remembering the sacrifice made on our behalf, we must learn ourselves how to cleanse the temple. If we are going to clear the temple, we need to be able to clear the temple of our hearts and the temple outside us as well. We need to get rid of those fears from our own hearts, those desires from our own hearts. That desire to ignore the plight of others. And we cast it away. And we take up our cross. That when we see others being taken advantage of. We come to their aid. We stand up and we speak out. And we do not silence ourselves out of fear of retribution. But we speak up louder. Christ may have only driven the money changers out for a day. For all we know, he only cleared them out for a few hours. But people saw. People took notice. And people began to think to themselves, maybe I can do that too. Maybe I can stand up for what is right. It may have only lasted for that one day. But that image of justice has been passed down through the centuries, through the ages, to reach your ears today. That act was not in vain. It was not nothing. He prayed and he acted And he prayed again, and he continued to act knowing the Lord seeks more than begging God to change things, but we pray that God will give us the strength to make those changes ourselves, that we live the word, not just hear it, but we live it. That even when it makes us uncomfortable and even when it makes enemies, that we embrace Christ and we act with Him. That we clear the temple, that we may make a world safe for everyone. That we let all of God's children know they are welcome in the Lord's house. They are welcome at the Lord's table. And they are welcome. Even if all they have to offer is themselves. Because our God is bigger than any money. He is bigger than any sacrifice we could make. But as people will only know, if we stand up and let them know, we care for them. Because the Lord cares about them. Let us clear the temple of our hearts. 
that we may clear away those who would prey on our brothers and sisters until peace comes with Christ in final victory. Amen.